0: Coming up on the Portland Morning Brew.
1: Very good friend of mine at church who's very creative. Uh, He looked at that and he said, big pop of corn. It just (laughs) rolled right out and we all just stopped and like looked at each other. It's time again for your Portland Morning Brew. Casual conversations with business, city, and community leaders and influencers. Get to know your neighbors News, views,
0: and events, all centered around our community. Now here's your host, Troy Holden. And welcome back to the morning brew. So glad to have you back on our Portland Chamber podcast. This week we are talking to Mark Rice, and Mark is the founder, owner, etc., of Big Papa Corn, and we're going to find out all about his business and and all different things. Mark, good morning and welcome. Good morning. How's it going? It is going okay. Thanks for asking. Uh uh we had a chamber lunch yesterday and had a big turnout and very impressed with that. So um always looking to to see things grow that way. Absolutely. So the, the, the million dollar question. Where <laughs> did the name? Where did the name Big Papa Corn come from?
1: All right. So I cannot take credit for the creation of this name. Um we I actually had a different name for this company, and it was going to be Mission Popcorn Company. Um, because the basis of our company is to be mission-minded, to be community driven, and to be able to be uh be a help to whatever needs that we see that we that we support. So um one Saturday night after a men's conference at our our church, a group of us guys went downtown to eat at the diner and um we were talking and I was just sharing my my crazy idea about starting a popcorn company. And uh, we started talking about something else. And I mentioned that uh, a friend of mine, I was in his wedding and he gave me a bobblehead and they were like, you have your own bobblehead. I said, yeah, I got my own bobblehead. And I showed them a picture. And um, a very good friend of mine at church who is very creative. Uh, he looked at that and he said, big popcorn." it just <laughs> rolled right out and we all just stopped and like looked at each other and uh I wrote it down you know big Papa corn. and he actually did my very first logo that I started with and um that's how it came my my very good friend Aaron Wojcik who's an engineer for Electrolux uh-huh. came up with
0: the name Big Papa corn. that's fantastic that's that's awesome i like yeah. that <clears throat> that is I, I like that a lot what inspired you to want to start a popcorn business? Well, uh, in my former life, um, I was a national
1: sales manager for an auto auction. And so um, through a lot of traveling, our headquarters um, was in Chicago. And so on my first trip to Chicago, a friend of mine said, hey, man, you need to stop at Garrett Popcorn there in O'Hare. And Garrett Popcorn is worldwide. They're they're internationally known and they're known for their caramel and their cheese popcorn. And of course, then you have the Chicago mix where you put both of them together in the same bag. And so I said, all right, I'll make sure I do that. So I got off the plane. I found Garrett popcorn. I got some uh, snacks for the hotel and I fell in love. And so I ended up buying more popcorn to bring home. So every time I go to Chicago, it was always when you get off the plane, you get your pop, get popcorn for the hotel and then you get some for the way home. And um, <laughs> I, I have always wanted to have my own business. I'm, I've always had an entrepreneur mind. I just didn't know what direction to go. And mm-hmm. so when I came back, I started researching on YouTube. I always tell people I'm YouTube certified and trained. I learned how to make caramel uh, on my stove at the house. I, I hijacked the big stockpot from our church and uh, I started learning how to make it uh, at my house. But there's a local popcorn shop in East Nashville. And while myself and my friend, who was my co worker, we were out visiting clients. We stopped over there and uh, I walked inside. It's a family owned and operated business. They give back to their community. They have a great business model. And it was like something clicked, Troy. I promise you, if I'm lying, I'm dying. I walked in there. I love the smell. I love the feel. And I looked at my friend. I turned to him and I said, I'm going to have a popcorn business. That was wow. it. Wow. And I wow. settled in my mind that that's what, it was going to, that's what we were going to do.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Now you mentioned before you worked in the auto auction industry. Now um, I'm a former auctioneer. So did you ever call bids or was just the business side?
1: I was on the business side. So uh, no, I was not an auctioneer, uh, (laughs) even though I'd always listen to them, the guys up there doing their chants. Mm -hmm. And uh, I I worked for um, Odessa Auto Auction. I worked for Insurance Auto Auction. And, um, as a sales rep, as a dealer mm-hmm. rep, so, but I'll be out there in the lanes with the, with the buyers and the sellers and, you know, getting to know the auctioneers. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. High, high, uh, high action, fast paced. That's got oh, yeah, it, to be something to do. Yeah.
1: Yeah. We loved That's it. it it's fun. a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, even just uh, personal property auctions and stuff that I did, real estate and all, they were always fun. And I did get to go to some auto auctions. Very interesting. I think the most interesting thing I ever went to was a tobacco auction. Really? It is a totally different deal. They don't chant like we're used to. It's more of a sing-song, rhythm, rhythmic thing. It's yeah. American national, da-da-da-da-da. You know, it's it's yeah, really yeah. neat, really neat to see. <laughs> All right, I'll get off of that one. Hey, tell us about tell us about your product and the and the varieties of products that you're marketing right now.
1: Uh, well, I, I started out with um our sweet and salty kettle corn, and uh, I mastered that in my backyard, and uh, <laughs> doing that at the farmers markets, popping out of a eighty quart kettle. And as we grew into the gourmet popcorn line, and and as I was able to acquire equipment, um, I mean. I started this in the spring of 2019. Okay, -hmm. I bought my first kettle corn setup. I had money saved up where I was flipping cars. We had this money put aside, waiting for God to show us what what route we're going to go. And when popcorn hit, I started researching kettle corn, went that way. Later on in 2019, the Lord opened up a huge opportunity for us where we ended up purchasing over $25,000 worth of equipment for $5,000 cash. Wow. It was a God thing. And yes. I have no, I, I will declare that. And if people are offended by our faith, that, that that's okay. But I'm telling you, God's fingerprint has been all over this. And uh, we were able to purchase uh, commercial equipment where we can make uh, caramel popcorn and all of that good stuff. And um, so now we have this wonderful line of products. We have our Gourmet Caramel Crunch, which is our signature product. And then we take uh, our caramel crunch and we drizzle chocolate on it. And then we have a, a, our vanilla cinnamon drizzle, which is our gourmet caramel crunch with uh, ground cinnamon and white chocolate. It tastes like a cinnamon roll on steroids, is what I tell people. Wow.
0: Man, you're Um, making me hungry.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And then we we have our uh, strawberries and cream popcorn. This one I'm really proud of. It took me forever to dial in the flavors. And uh, I wanted to do a strawberry flavor to give tribute to Portland, which is where we're based in and which where we're founded. And everybody knows Portland is a strawberry capital, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, we have the strawberries and cream, which I tell people it tastes like Captain Crunchberries on steroids. Um, (laughs) And then we have a caramel macchiato where we infuse it with espresso powder. And then we have, of course, like our movie theater popcorn, our cheesy cheddar, white cheddar popcorn, um, dill pickle popcorn, jalapeno cheddar popcorn. And then we also have a product that we just released and we're super proud of this one. This is our hot cheddar popcorn. And we partnered with another food manufacturer, another food maker based in Hendersonville, Tennessee, Skips Peppers. Mm-hmm. So we've taken his pepper blend. Uh, it's jalapeno, serrano, and poblano peppers that are smoked over wood fire and turned into a seasoning powder. No additives, no fillers, and we put that mm-hmm. into the cheese. Oh my gosh, it is absolutely wow. incredible, and people are going man. nuts over it.
0: Man, I feel I feel, uh, I feel uh, some some spending going on after, after <laughs> right. we're done here. I just feel it coming. I love popcorn. It I do. Oh man, we got to get you I over love to the it. shop. So how, how do people get your product? There's, there's a local shop there. Is it online or what are the best ways to reach out and get the product? So when we first
1: started, we, I had the intention of having a full service retail shop, but what we have discovered is our wholesale business has taken off. And so it's, there's a, it's only three of us who are working in this company. There's three full-time employees and one part-time person. So mm-hmm. the best way to get our product is to visit our retail partners. And those are our wholesale accounts. And right now we're in about 25 different retail locations. And um, you can find all of those locations on our website, BigPapaCorn.com. There's a tab, retail partners. Um, if you're in the Portland area, I would, uh, I would invite you to go visit my friend Michelle Harbin at Harbin Hollow. She carries our gourmet popcorn. Um, also, Ace Hardware in Portland is a retail partner. They were actually the first person to put us on their shelf, and wow. um, and Bloomin Deals. So, um, okay, and then you, yeah. So, and then we're all around Sumner County in Gallatin, Hendersonville, Goodlettsville, Bowling Green, Kentucky, at the Ace mm-hmm. Hardware. It, it's incredible what God has has done for us, and the doors he's opened.
0: That's, that's wonderful. But you can order Amazing. online,
1: Troy. You can order okay. online. Don't let okay. me forget that. You can order online and you can choose pickup. We have a pickup uh, option for customers who uh, you want to get online at one in the morning and order your popcorn and you can schedule a pickup and we'll have your order ready for you. You can just come in. We'll, we'll, we'll greet you. We'll get you your, your bag that's ready to go um, as well. So
0: Awesome. That's awesome. Now you've talked a little bit about, uh, the area of Portland, uh, being in Portland. Did you grow up, grow up in this area or where are you originally from? So my family
1: were, I was born in West Virginia Mm
0: -hmm. and,
1: uh, we lived there for the first eight or nine years of my life. And then my dad, um, uh, I won't say my dad was an overachiever. My dad was a hardworking man who who wanted the best for his family, and uh, he knew that there wasn't going to be great opportunity where we were, and so he started out as a uh, as a bug man for Orkin Pest Control. And as he grew in the company and got promoted, we got moved around, and mm-hmm. um, we we ended up in. Several different cities in West Virginia. We ended up in Richmond, Virginia, and then we were in Indianapolis for a few years and we ended up in Nashville, Tennessee in 1993. So I grew up around the Percy Priest Lake area, graduated Mm -hmm. from Gavick High School. And um, after after that. We I got married and uh, my wife and I, we lived in Gillettsville for about we lived there for a year and then uh, we wanted to buy a house. We went to White House and couldn't really find what we wanted. We ended up coming up a little bit farther into Portland, and uh, we're still in the same house we bought in 2005.
0: Okay, okay. So being in these other, uh, other towns, other sizes of towns, and, and raising a family now, I would assume, or, or have been raising a family in Portland, what do you see as the advantages of a town like this?
1: You know the funny thing is, Troy. Um, when we live, when we first moved here to Portland, my wife and I, we worked outside of Portland. We don't have any children, so we're, we weren't connected with the school systems, the ball teams, and all of that stuff. So it's kind of like we we lived, we came home to to Portland to live, but we our activities were outside mm-hmm. and. 2019 that changed you know when I started my business and getting to meet you know the people of Portland and then going full-time in 2020 um I've been able to really deep dive into the city and be more involved whether it be with the chamber or being being you know involved in activities with schools fundraisers this and that meeting people at the farmer's market um Mm -hmm. I, I love this town and I'm I'm I don't see us leaving Portland um I'm proud to have our business based out of Portland. It's I love the small town feel. Mm-hmm. I don't mind driving 25 minutes to Bowling Green or down to Gallatin or Hendersonville. I love the way this town feels because mm-hmm. where our shop is, I, it's funny because the barber shop is on the corner, Southern Barber, and like they'll be outside sitting on the park bench, and City Hall's right across the street, and you can yell over, hey, talk to the mayor or, or say hi to your right. friends, walk across right. the street and go over to Milo's or or Top of the Ridge or go eat Delaney's, you know, mm-hmm. off of his trailer it's like a little mayberry right like right it, it's like it, the feeling is like a little mayberry and i absolutely love it as i've gotten older
0: yeah yeah it makes a difference i um uh, i grew up and i've told this story before i grew up in murfreesboro which used to be a small town when i was a yes. kid you know you go back 40 years ago or 45 mm-hmm. years ago it was a small town and i uh, one of the reasons i ended up here was of course work i came up here nissan had uh uh, asked me to come to Unipress, and and I worked at Unipress for a while, and and just like you said, kind of fell in love with the atmosphere. You know, you you walk up to a door and somebody's there; they open the door for you. There's no, right. there's more respect for people, and res- you know, it's just amazing. And plus, being as you said earlier, a smaller community, this is a very uh, it, it's it's a church-based community to me in so many ways because there are so many churches here and so many good people and and, uh, so many affiliations with all of that. And I love that. And, and I wanted my kids to grow up with that. And I think that's a huge thing. Absolutely. wonderful I mean, place.
1: yeah, I mean, you, you can go to a council meeting and they still open up with prayer, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. they're not doing that in other communities, not a lot. Right, you know what I mean? It, Cause Correct. things are, are starting to swing the other way. And that's and, and something I'm, I'm, I'm proud of. Like I, I really, I, I love the feel of this town. I love to be able to walk in, uh, to a store or something and you and, and you can even see it in the young people, the respect that they still have, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Right.
1: Because those values are being are being passed down the best that they can be. Um, right.
0: So, right. Yeah. yeah we, that's have a great, a challenge. we have a great city. It's a challenge these days with our young, but uh, I, I hats off to everybody doing all they can keeping those that's kids right. keeping those kids in church and keeping them focused because if they're raised that way, they'll return to it. They always that's will.
1: What, that's what the Bible um, says.
0: It does. It does. Now, you mentioned uh, your storefront being up by Southern Barber. If if, if I place a pickup order, that's where I'm going to go pick it up? Yes,
1: you're going to pick it up right there. So, we are at 101B South Russell. You have Southern Barber on one end, you have Hands of Hope on the other, and we're right there in the
0: middle. So, are you in the old Southern Barber location? We are. Yes, okay, we are. In, gotcha. We are
1: in the original Southern Barber location.
0: Gotcha. Uh, yeah, yes, I remember right. when they started up there. It, it was yeah. a while back. Of I'm course, it of seems Dave. like uh, I, I am as well. I, I think a lot of him. I, I'm uh, uh like everybody else. I've lost track of time because of covid. It is. It really threw things off going through all of that. Uh, it seems like we lost a year and a half or, or something, and, and somebody will say, "Well, that was way back in 2018," and I'm like, "No, that was no. It couldn't have been that long." <laughs> it's amazing how it throws it off. Now, what are some of the other ways people can find you? You mentioned the website. Oh yes, and we're on uh Facebook and okay. Instagram
1: and TikTok, and okay. you can find us at Big Papa Corn, and that's P O P P A. Um, it's funny some people will spell it P-A-P-A. am like Pop mm-hmm. like no it's big papa like you're popping popcorn <laughs> there uh, you go yes, Facebook Instagram uh and Facebook Instagram TikTok and uh for the business professionals uh we do have a uh a LinkedIn
0: Ah <laughs> uh-huh, yes we have to have them all I know what you mean yes. Now now do you do uh do you do your own social media uh advertising or how do you do how do you handle all of that so um I've gone through like a a,
1: a a cycle. Um I started doing my social media and then I hired um hired somebody to help with that and then um we were trying to manage our costs and everything and um so now I'm doing it all myself and uh I think my wife and I were talking and she wants to get involved in helping with the social media because it's a lot, you know, when you're when you're a small Absolutely. business owner and you know my wife is just as uh part of this business, you know, than I am. I just happen to be mm-hmm. the fakes, but my my wife is the um as Bob Goff would say, he's the balloon and she's the string. Ah right? Gotcha. And so um, you know, her 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 voice of reason and wisdom. So um she's gonna help start helping with, with that area as well. But yeah, I, I take care of the, the social media putting the posts up and uh answering the the messages and and mm-hmm trying to create reels that will, will grab people's attention and all that fun stuff.
0: Yeah. Like you said, that's, that's a very busy thing. Uh, Do you just, do you try to just cross post, put, take one thing and put it across all of it? Yeah.
1: Yeah. So of course, Instagram and Facebook, you know, they're, they're together. Mm -hmm, And so mm -hmm. when I post through the business suite, Mm -hmm. it'll go to Facebook and it'll go to Instagram. The only time I like, you know, the reels, they may cross over. Um, But yeah, for the most part, because we've been really trying to grow our Instagram uh, Mm -hmm. reach. and We finally cracked a thousand a couple of uh, about a month ago. And, you know, we're trying to get that reach pretty high. But it's incredible. Like we have over 3000 followers and everything's organic, Troy. Like I have not Mm -hmm. paid for advertising. I don't pay for followers. I don't I don't pay for I haven't spent a dime on on a post, even Mm -hmm. boosting a
0: post. Mm -hmm. And so
1: word of mouth has just been incredible for us.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah, I'm I'm right there with you. Even in what I do, I have to keep up with uh, social media. I have to make sure there's so many posts a week. And, and there, it's twofold because I'm not only reaching out to clients, I'm also trying to build a reputation as a VO person. And I have a small voiceover group with about 600 people in it that follow what I do just to watch my progress and you know and, right. and learn from what i've done and try to follow the same path so i'm i'm dealing with that and dealing with the other so it's two different things and i've uh, i brought that up because i'm struggling right now with that it's it's hard to get enough things up you have to do things differently on linkedin than you do on tiktok yeah. than you do here and it's it's a challenge it really absolutely.
1: is absolutely um w- one thing i have learned troy is and, and you may know this but you can schedule your posts ahead of time Mm -hmm. And so like if you just sat down and time blocked out an hour, hour and a half um, and just dedicate yourself to saying, month, these are these are like the four posts that I need. And then, you know, getting those posts created and then go ahead and making your posts and then scheduling them. If you schedule like Monday, Wednesday, Friday, you can Mm -hmm. go ahead and schedule those posts so on a Sunday night, and then when you wake up on Wednesday, you're not thinking, oh, my God, I got to get something out there for, for people. Right. And that's what right. I'm trying to be better at is just thinking ahead mm-hmm. and then having those spontaneous posts. Because there's sometimes we'll get on there like I want to post, a, you know, just, hey, this just happened or or maybe sure. a quick,
0: quick video sure. or something. So it
1: is a challenge, man. We wear a lot yeah. of
0: hats. Absolutely. Absolutely. So uh, last question. What is a typical day like for you? (laughs) A typical
1: day, let's see. Probably wake up about 6 a.m., get out of bed about 6.30, and then uh, I try to be at the shop about by uh, by 7.30. And when I get to the shop, um, I try to be intentional about being there by myself for at least an hour to an hour and a half because that's quiet time for me. My wife, when she gets up, she, she journals, she reads her Bible, you know, she, she prays and, um, thankfully I have a good praying wife (laughs) because I need it. Um, but I like to get to the shop by myself for about an hour, hour and a half so I can get my to-do list together, see Mm -hmm. what we got going on, gather my thoughts and, um, get a plan of action through the day. It's answering the phone. It's answering emails. It's being in the kitchen, uh, Popping popcorn, bagging popcorn, um, uh, packaging it up, you know, boxing it, getting it ready out, making deliveries today, uh, is Wednesday. We're recording this and people will hear this, you know, whenever, but like today, uh, I'm going to get to the shop. I'm going to get my stuff ready for the farmer's market in white house. That's today. Uh, I got to be there by two 30. And so I got a lot of stuff. I'm going to get put in between that time. I've got to run out mm-hmm. to the transfer station to take some recyclables, uh, Got to source ingredients. We got to put, you know, you got to check. Do we need uh, ingredients? Do we need labels? Do we need bags? It's a lot that goes on in this brain.
0: I can imagine.
1: Yes. I can imagine. And, and, uh, so I'll get home tonight about eight o'clock because the farmer's market ends at seven. I got to pack up, come back to the shop in Portland, unload, count the money, all that good stuff, and then be home. So I'll probably have a 12 hour day today. But wow. that's still, wow. that's Entrepreneurship.
0: Exactly. Exactly. You You wear a lot of hats. Your your sales, marketing, social media, uh, accounting, you know, advertising, you're doing it all. You're doing it all. I I admire that a lot. But I'll I'll tell you this, I can tell you're having a blast. You're loving it.
1: I'm going to tell you something, Troy. Uh, A lesson that I learned, I just turned 43 years old in July. And my dad always taught me this. And he said, son, I want you to learn from me he said the mis- the mistake that my dad made was that he was chasing money and he was chasing position and I did the same thing I was chasing a paycheck i was i was I was tying my success to the level of mount to the level of income that I was making mm-hmm. I finally achieved a level of income and I thought I would be happy but I was more miserable than I've ever been
0: right now right. fast
1: forward here we are big popcorn I don't pay myself Thankfully, my wife and I have been very financially smart to where we live well above, well below our means that we can afford a very modest salary. OK, mm-hmm. and I I yes, I work 10 hours a day, sometimes 12. But I'm going to tell you something. My quality of life of life has shot through the roof. I'm awesome. a happier human being. Uh, I feel like I'm a, I'm a better friend, a better husband, a better better whatever. Um, because now yes, being self-employed has its challenges, but my wife and I will, we are building our dream together now. Right. And the stresses that we have, it's because it's, it's, it's for us. It's for our business. It's not mm-hmm. for somebody else. Right. And, um, right. I learned that that paycheck, that, that dollar amount doesn't equate how good of a person I am or how valuable I am.
0: Exactly, Mark. Well said. Thank you for that, and I think people really need to pay attention to that. Yes. Well, we're coming. We're coming to the end. How about some? uh, uh, Although that was wonderful advice, there's got to be one more thing you want to tell everybody out there before we go.
1: Oh man, I'll I'll tell you this. I'll leave you with my favorite Bible scripture. Okay. That will work. I'll leave you with my favorite Bible scripture, and this this Bible scripture is. it's 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 one that I lean to and it's one that uh, gives me strength. It's proverbs fourteen twenty three It says all hard work will lead to a profit, and mere talk leads only to poverty. Now what does that mean, Troy? That doesn't necessarily mean um profit in in your finances. you profit overall in your health, in your in your mental health, your physical health, in your relationships or whatever. What the Bible is saying is if you if there's something that you want to do, something you want to accomplish, a dream, a passion, whatever, it's going to take hard work. Absolutely. A lot of people spend a lot of time talking about what they want to do and when when they may do it, that's not going to get you anywhere. Mm -hmm. You've got to put in the work. you got to work hard. you got to stay dedicated and stay committed. And you will flourish and you will profit. The word says it. And the word is true. So if you got a dream, put your hard work in, you will profit. If you're just gonna talk about it, you're just you're gonna go into poverty.
0: Well said. Well said. And and taken from the perfect place. Mark, thank you so much. It was great to meet you here today. And I'm my sure pleasure. we'll meet in person soon because I know I'm going to be coming to pick up an order after this.
1: <laughs> that sounds good, my friend. Yeah, just let me know. You come on by, okay?
0: Awesome. Thank you so much.
1: This was the Portland Morning Brew with Troy Holden. If you'd like to be a guest, reach out to the Portland Chamber of Commerce. We'd love to have you on the podcast. Be sure and visit the Chamber's Facebook page for more information. Thanks for listening, and join us again soon.